first of all, welcome returning citizen. Welcome to Returning Citizen Association. My name is Ricky Gaines. Uh, you guys, you ladies and gentlemen, please let me know um, how you can hear me. If everybody can hear me, somebody just shake your head up and down. Perfect. Yeah, I can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, so great. Uh, it's Sunday. What is this? October the 16th. Halloween right around the corner. Uh, we got new faces here, which is really awesome. Um, to make it easier for everybody to be able to hear, if you have any kind of background noise going on um, in your uh, environment, we ask that you go on mute. But if not, you can stay off of mute. That way you can um, interject. Uh, as time goes on. But my name is Ricky Gaines, and I am well, uh, so grateful to be here. Uh, I'm at the office building right now. Like We rented a, a building to have this thing in person and online. I don't know how good the, uh, the internet is, though, so you guys have to let me know. Um, I'll just do my, my intro, and then I'll pass it off. And uh, how we can do it is uh, somebody just just pass it off to someone else and then whoever want to go you guys go if uh if uh, two of you say something at the same time just let somebody else go and you guys go next but we're gonna try to do this thing like where i don't have to keep talking too much um but i am grateful to be here i am grateful to talk about how our mission is to increase the economic political and social capital of returning citizens in the united states but in short is our mission is to increase the the opportunities for returning citizens and our families right um, and that's a pretty, pretty simple thing, but it's pretty broad because uh, we all need different things. Um, I don't know if I told about my background or whatnot, but uh, we can possibly get into that. But uh, today is going to be about us. Uh, our intro. I want our intro to kind of be more, more uh, to be more inclusive, like I want. Um, I want you, after your introduction, that our audience and our membership get an idea of who you are. Now, um, I'm not saying let's talk for 30 minutes because our hour, I mean, we only have an hour. But just get us a, uh, give us a feel for who you uh, who you are, right? Uh, like, my name is Ricky Gaines. Uh, the reason why I'm a part of Returning Citizens because I did a 29-year-to-life uh, sentence. Um, I spent 24 years uh, exactly inside prison. I went to jail and... Uh, February 4th, 1995. I got out February 4th, 2019. So that's the reason why I'm here. And I turned my life around, like totally. Like, I used all opportunities. Um, I got a college degree while I was in prison. Um, I got out. What's very significant, I'll just say this about me, and then I'll, I'll go. What's, what's significant about me is I went to prison at 18, and I came out at 42, 43. And I got out in February. I had never had a job before, you guys, um, other than a summer job when I was like 15 or 16, right? Um, so the whole working thing, I was always inside prison thinking about um, getting into the work environment, getting into the work environment. But I was scared to death because I, I have not um, de developed that sense of habit of going to work every day and doing all the stuff that we do now, right? So. Uh, well, I'll say I got the job, man. I got out in February. I got the job that I'm still at right now in June. Like I would start doing it, uh, the, the interview process in May or something, but I got this job in June, and oh my god, like I've like it changed my life. Like I was prepared for it. I will tell you that's for sure. We we was prepared for it, but 
you know, man, like until it happens, and like since then, I'll just say this for, uh, for us, like all opportunities are available for us. Like I got in that job and uh, started making about 40,000 a year. Like I've been boosted up, like I've been on this uh, track. Not like I'm making a lot of money because everything costs um, a lot, but but for me coming from a life sentence to be, uh, I'm a case manager today. So me and Nina is a uh, co-workers, but it just like, it's, it's like story after story. But my stories is not nothing compared to y'all stories. So I just want y'all to like, kind of give us an introduction of yourself. Let us know who you are. Why are you here? What's, what's important to you about helping returning citizens? You know, um, because this is a volunteer thing. Like we don't, we don't get paid for doing this. We do this because we want to. Um, and I'll get, um, I'll get to topic, uh, I'll let you know what the topic is after we talk about everybody. I mean, like after everybody talks. So, uh, because it's two new people here, I'm going to throw it to them first. And I'm going to start with, with Nina, because you, uh, uh, introduced Eric to us. Uh, uh you want to introduce him and then let him, um, um, talk to us. Sure. My brother, wait, hold on. I'm trying to get in the door, Ricky, but this is my brother from another mother. You know, he was married to my sister once. And, um, you know, we still cool. We grew up together. And, um, yeah, it's not opening. Oh, okay. And we grew up together. So, um, yeah, this is Eric. I'll let him introduce himself. Go ahead, Eric. Uh, hello, good afternoon, uh, everybody. Everybody, welcome. My name is uh, Eric Mohammed. I was uh, born and raised in Northern California, Oakland, to be exact. My uh, story is similar to the host, and I won't be too long-winded. I caught my case at 18. I went to prison at 20, paroled at 40. So I did 20 years, seven months, and 26 days. Uh, I also, like the host, uh, worked at a, was co-worker at a place called Central City Hospitality House in San Francisco. And I, too, was a case manager, uh, employment case manager. Uh, got my college degree in prison as well. I've been home for 14 years now, going on 15 in December. And basically, um, I'll, I'll say this. I went in so young that when I went in, the only thing I was learning in there was how to survive in there. And so I was able to survive in there and come home. But when I came home, I had to relearn how to live in society. It was a lot of things in society that just passed me up. You know, personal relationships, personal credit, uh, family relationships, just basically how to live. So what I would like to contribute to the people returning home is one is you have to realize and recognize that you behind that prison stagnates your growth and you have to within yourself, not play catch up, like do the things you miss, but you have to get in the speed. It's like, it's like merging on the freeway. You have to go to speed of the traffic. And in our sense, we have to go to the speed of society. So with that being said, um, I've been working the whole time. I'm, I've been home 14 years, no criminal 
activity, no criminal contact. Uh, left the game alone. You know, I to speak to them. And, and I end with this. I was asked this question when I first came home. What was it I was going to do? And my answer was, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't know what opportunities is going to come my way. But I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to sell dope and I'm not going to run the streets. And I've been successful in that. Um, with that, I, I pass it to the next person. Brother, you are my hero. Brother, I don't know you, but I know you now. You're my hero, man. You're my hero. That's the type of stuff I'm talking about. We got a thousand questions for you. Okay, Ricky, I'm trying to get up to the third floor and the elevator won't go up. I took the stairs. Uh, I don't like the elevator, so I don't know how it works. Uh, Kamani, so... Uh, I, and again, y'all, uh, this is a space like we rented out the space in Oakland. Uh, just recently, uh, just just picked it up because we've been talking about getting together and, and like having like a hybrid uh, video and in person. So the people who ever to, we're gonna try to be moving around. Like I know it's that's another thing I want to say too before we go. Uh, Eric, can you let us know like if you want to, because what happens is like our mission is the United States. Uh, like most organizations, like we have these local missions. We have a local, uh, we start locally. Uh, the way I like to say is like we think globally, but we act locally. So we can't just be, or well, I don't want to just be pigeonholed to this one thing because what happens is there are strategies and there's uh, resources all around this country and it's institutions all around this country. So that's why it's important for us to have a, a connection with the other returning citizens' uh, 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 communities. But I just want to ask, like, what region are you in now? And as everybody talk, just let us know so we can see how expansive our wings is here, right? Just right here on this day. We're not even trying to do this, but I'm saying just let us know, like, what region are you in? And then uh, you can pass it to the brother. Keep minding when you're done. Thank you, brother. I'm in, I'm in Northern California, which is a Central Valley uh, Stockton area. Thank you. You up, bro? Um, how y'all doing? Um, my name is Kimani Rondo. I've been out of prison two years. I got off parole in 15 months. Um, I'm also a sheriff. Um, I was working for the sheriff department while I was on parole teaching uh, men's inside of prison. Um, I got my master's degree while I was in prison. Um, I'm currently in Full Sail University to get my 12 units for a PhD. Uh, I mean, I can go on and on. And what I do for my community, I provide transitional housing for formerly incarcerated women. And I also just got a contract with the federal government to provide transitional housing to sisters getting out the military. So I just had a phone call. I'm in the process of going and purchase a half an acre of land in Oakland. So that's why y'all see me moving like this. However, I was invited by the brother to attend. So I'm here and hey, I'm here 100%. But I'm, I'm doing the work. What I'm telling y'all I'm doing, I'm doing the work right now as I'm moving, right? So, you know, every day is an opportunity to, you know, for greatness. So I show up in my full potential. So that's just a little bit. Some things I got going on out here. Um, I got my, I got a <laughs> digital marketing company. Um, I do magazines, websites, banners, business cards, you know, I mean, I can continue 
you know, go over and over, right? But what I'm doing is not important. It's what y'all doing and how I honor what y'all doing and to invite me in this space, right? Um, so that's why I'm here. I'm open for any questions. Um, shit, man, it's so much, man. I wish I can be still and and really land let down, but here go the land right here. Here Bro, we go, right here. You're not getting away with this. The first thing you said was, I'm a sheriff. Now, I'm going to say from the guys, from the like, I know you, brother, and I know a lot of brothers, and I'm saying for us to lead with, I'm a sheriff, tell me what, tell me about that, and like, tell me, like, I understand what you're saying. Like, I'm not, I, I don't have no hangers about what you're saying, but I want you to explain, like, how significant that is from, you know, like, people wouldn't look at us, uh, you know, 20 years ago. They wouldn't look at us like as an a ally or asset. Can you, can uh, you hear me? I don't know if the internet going out. Can you hear me, bro? So, as a, I mean, what you, what you say again? Say that again, Ricky. So what I'm saying, like, you led you when you me? say I'm a sheriff. Now, now I'm going to say that, like, coming from where I come from and coming from where we come from, like, like that is that is very significant. And... There's different reasons why that's significant, right? And I'm gonna give you the opportunity to explain, and I can tell you like yeah. how. I'm give you the opportunity to explain, and I can tell you like how. So, so why? Where? So Where? why is this so significant for me? When I got out, I felt it was very important to go back in and tell the men exactly what it is that they're gonna be faced with. That was number one. Number two. I knew I needed to show them what change looked like because a lot of people say that they change and they talk the language while they're in prison. But when they get out here, it's a whole different ball game, Right. So I wanted to go in while I was on parole, while I had an anchor monitor to show these men this is what true change look like. Right. So I went in, I created a, a, a curriculum called Keep Going. And this curriculum is based on the first the first step they got to admit. They got to admit that they did that crime. Now, if they didn't do the crime, then it's on me to get them the necessary help that they need so we can be able to, you know, um, fight that, right? But however, most means, you know, admit it, you know, so that's the first thing. So the second step is when, I introduced, I mean, I took the restorative justice concept in prison, right? And I utilize it out here. So the second step is when I have the victim's family as well as the perpetrator, perpetrator's family meet in public. It's my job to be the liaison, get them together because this should be a relationship. This should be a long-term relationship between the two of them, right? Especially, so it was on me. I put them in contact, right? Um, the third thing is that I follow these men when they go to prison. So I'm also for to start going in prison. Um, I just sent my TV thing, right? So I need to follow these men, right? Because this curriculum is theirs. When they get out, this is their job. This is their job, right? Because I have to let them know when you get out, um, you can only do so much, you know, with the nine to five. You're only going to get so far. And with me, I had seven grandkids. I know I had no time to play. I had no wiggle room like other people. So I had to hit it and hit the ground running, right? So and that's why I'm out here buying land and all that. This is what I'm doing, right? So once these men go to prison, it's on me to make sure they have that outside support. If it ain't from their family, it's going to be for me and from my family, 
right? But they'll never have to feel like I felt when I was in there. So it's my job with this curriculum to make sure, you know, they change, but get out and live they change and don't care about what other people talking about. So in the process of that, the Department of Justice was like, we got to let this man off parole. We read some of his reports. I also write reports to the judges and DAs before these men get sentenced, right? They go off my opinion, my opinion. I done saved over 15 men from getting life sentences in the state of California while I was on parole, all because I just wanted to do the right thing and I opened up my mouth to the judge, right? And I'm putting in my work, right? And they went on my reports, right? So I'm a sheriff because I got to go inside of the county jails, right? You know, and that's just okay. how that thing works. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. That's good. Now, hold on. Because I, <laughs> I know that was a lot. I know. I, forgot, I know that was a lot. I forgot who I'm talking to. And you know what's going on with this. We're going to be together and we're going to figure this out. All right. So, so good, bro. That's thank you, brother. Look, first of all, thank you for right. doing, man. Thank you for uh, tapping in with us, you know, in the midst of the work. It's good. And we got questions. It's good. I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure some of the ladies got questions sure. for you, uh, sure especially about that old uh, support for our uh, women returning citizens, though, right? But just give us a minute. Let's go around the room. So here we go. So uh, Nina pulling up right now. So I guess we'll go to Dre because Dre, she's so far away. Uh, wait, 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 Kimani, please tell us where, what region are you in right now, brother? So I live in Clovis, California, but right now I'm in Oakland because I just had an event yesterday. Okay, thank you, brother. Okay, thank you, brother. Yeah. I want to try to see if we can do this where uh, we won't be have echoing. Okay. Okay. We're here. I just use this one right here. Um, all right, so look. So let's go to Drea, and then Drea, you can pass it to uh, Robert. And then Rob, you pass it to uh, Kurt, and then Kurt, you pass it to Nina. My name's Andrea. Can y'all hear me okay? Ricky? Okay. Yes, uh, my name's Andrea. I am Richard's wife, and I have not served any time, but I served the time with Richard. And so, you know, family members are just as affected as people who are serving the time, just in a different way, because you're like connected. So you're always, for me, I was always concerned. I was always worried. I was always like, you know, survival, you know, I'm, I'm there with you, even though I'm not there with you. But um, it's definitely important for me because so many people have been incarcerated so many people have been arrested or still getting arrested and things like that so it's just it's such a huge huge impact that's made on human beings that it's just important to get out there and have somewhere for people to come together and get connected and uh, be able to be there for one another and learn from one another and i really like what eric said um, earlier when he's he mentioned like you're behind, but you're not behind. So, you know, you got to go to speed limit. You just got to get in. You know, it's just so true because I'm, you know, firsthand witnessing, you know, Ricky coming out and, 
and him saying things like, you know, um, like he's in his own lane, but but also in the lane. It's just it's just interesting to see. But you know, I'm here, and I'm so so happy to hear everybody's story. And um, I'm going to pass it to Robert. Now I'm driving. I'm I'm driving from Oklahoma, and I'm in. Um, I've just crossed the Texas state line, so I'm in, I'm in Texas now. And my sister's hey, with me. She's Ashley. And I got my niece and my nephew in the back, Liam and Avery. We're national. We're going I'm driving. Kurt, bro, bro. What's up, cousin? You there? Yeah, I'm there, bro. Thank you, brother. It's on me? I thought you said I was going to Robert. Oh, you're right. You're right. We're going to Nina and then you. You're right. Oh, I already. I already oh, yeah. Nina already checked in. Yeah, Curry. No, I checked in with him. Okay, I'll check in. Hold on. Let's, I'll let her go right quick. Bye bye. No, your wife was supposed to kick to somebody named Robert. Did he go off already? Oh, oh, you know what, Rob? Rob, did you go, Rob? Yeah, I said Rob. Oh, oh yeah. she said Rob. Ashley, she said Rob. Ashley's pointing at Robert. She's like, Robert's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, come on, Robert. Hey, Rob in the house. Come on, Rob. My bad. Y'all y'all correct me anytime. Rob, it's on you, bro. We can't hear you, Robert. You got to unmute yourself. just uh, glad to be a part of this and uh, I'm telling y'all right now real fast my phone finna die because guess what I didn't charge my phone so listen I'm gonna jump <laughs> off I'm gonna charge if y'all still going I'm gonna charge my phone I'm, charge back at you, man. I'm really upset about this I really want to so y'all excuse me I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> I'm fallible I'm human Okay, uh, um, but I'm going to jump right back on as soon as my phone charges. Can everybody hear me? Yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Hey, hey uh, Rick, is, is you going to do something at six? I said that again. Am I going to work? Are you, or is this going to be the only meeting? Uh, well, we're going to end. Uh, what time is it now? Is, are we going to end at five? So it's 430 right now. We got 30 more minutes. Let's see. Um. How much time we got? Tap in, bro. You know, okay. Come on up and tap in because you got you got something to talk about, man. You got a song to post post a display for man, it. Just... <laughs> man, I'm trying. Listen, give me a, give me a, enough time to charge this thing. All right, brother. Well, you uh, boy, your time. go ahead, go ahead, play a song. I'm at I'm at three percent. Go ahead, play a song if you want, and that'll just represent me for right now. You know, or whatever you want to. Well, we'll play it before it's over. We're going to give everybody a chance to, like, check in, and then we're going to get into whatever we're going to talk about. You okay. know, um, All right. I'm, I'm going to be back on. Just give me a, uh, enough time, about 10 minutes to charge this thing to give me about 30 minutes worth of juice. All right? Okay. Well, I Hello, want, everyone. I definitely right. want intros to kind of give us a feel for, like, who we are, like, how we just doing because, like, like you may don't have the time to stay for the rest of the meeting, but I think that uh, the audience and the public need to know, like, who you are because you know uh, some of y'all got some okay huge, huge, huge. I'm, I'm i'm rob and um like i said i did 14 years and i came out may 
2019, God has been good to me. You know what I'm saying? I am now a licensed minister. You know, I'm, I'm preaching the word of God and just staying with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And a part of returning citizens has motivated me to be, to be better. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to see everybody, everybody that's coming home, I want to see them be successful. You know what I'm saying? It's like the brother had said earlier. You know, saying so we have to learn how we can't do it all in one day. We can't clean it. I'm going to put it in this analogy. We can't clean the whole house up. You know what I'm saying? When we get home, we just got to do it one room at a time. And, and uh, that's what that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just cleaning one room at a time. Then, you know, doing that, I, I'll, I'll be able to clean the whole house eventually. You know what I'm saying? So I know I feel like. You know, there's so many people that have surpassed me up. They're doing this, they're doing that. You know what I'm saying? They have this, they have that. You know what I'm saying? But I have to give myself a break and realize they were not incarcerated. You understand? So when I see all those that are doing so much and the homeowners and all that kind of stuff, I have to realize that I was gone for a long time. You know, and so, like I said, you can't clean up the whole house. You just got to do one room at a time. And I pass it to the next person. Man I, man, I love that. We're going to use that one, bro. We can't, man, we can't do it all at once. You got to clear one room at a time. Curry yes, you sir. up. But, but hey, hey, look, loud, because you're a minister, you made me think about this uh, Bible phrase where, man, look, this thing scared me. Um, and I, I share with my kids about how there, there's a place in the Bible talk about how when we clean up this, um, like ourselves, we clean up ourselves, our spirit and whatnot, and we don't be careful. If we don't be careful, we get back into our stuff. It brings seven or some like more demons. Seven with more them. demons. Seven Ooh. more demons. <laughs> so that's what I think about when you talk about cleaning up one room at a time. Like, yeah, we got to clean this stuff up because otherwise, man, we are who we are. The the, the world right. is what the world is. We didn't right. be, like we didn't. People look at us like we just so bad. Hey, man, I come from the neighborhood, man. I come I from the community. Right, what right. you talking about? And it's a yeah. I'm just following my about environment. twenty more people like me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And let me say this about Kurt too. Like Kurt, man, we had a lobby discussion. I think it was last week, man. Kurt threw some questions out here. And like I'm the type of person, I'm like, look, let's let's try to figure this out though, right? I know that it was right. bigger than like the individual question, but it's like, man. So that's why I hope that we can um have a uh another discussion about like Something lively like that. Kurt, you up, bro? We might got to skip him for a second. Oh, no, go ahead. My, I was on mute. I thought yeah. I was on. Was it? I'm on now. Yeah. How y'all doing today? Um, for the new people, congratulations to y'all for keeping y'all hair straight. You know, and not getting back in no more trouble. I, I was there. I went to YA. I didn't go to the pen. Thank God for that. Um, reason I'm here, definitely support. Support for my cousin support for the community and just trying to get support learn ways to support our community and these young people coming up so they won't have to go to prison but in the meanwhile still be a part of this organization where we can stop people from going i mean when they do get out they have resources and know how to get out um mm -hmm. it um four years in why so um when i got out never got any violations or anything like that i navigated been working did property management i'm a licensed um insurance agent right now i ain't working right now but anyway um, 
I'm trying to build my own thing. I, I, I'm to that point where I'm just like uh, uh, trying to be more independent. I'm tired of working for people. So I just want to be more independent. So I'm, I'm leading towards that way. And so that's why I quit my job like that. I just did. I wasn't happy when I was there. So I want to be somewhere I can be happy and grow. That's why I want to be part of these positive organizations that's spitting out positive stuff, not dealing with too much politics in a way where it's affecting my life, but where I can go out and I still can help people um, daily. So that's that's my main thing that I want to do now. I just want to help people help, especially help kids, bro. I got four sons in their 20s. And like I always brag on them. They're not knuckleheads. They're not where they should they should be right now, but they were never knuckleheads. They didn't get in no trouble. And um, no, for me growing up, knowing I was bad, and that's why I thank God for you know these four black men to be in my life and just be a blessing. And they never got in trouble, you know, just probably traffic tickets or something like that. So I just think that's accomplishment in that in that, in that type of aspect where I, I taught them something where I was like, that ain't where you want to be, bro. And so, um, I mean, for me, my 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 background go to my pops. He's been in there. Uh, uh, Rick can tell you he was in Solano with him for a few years. Um, my pops been in there for fifty years. He killed the um, police officer and um, and Martinez. His two police officers got killed. He killed the first one, and then someone else killed the other one not too long ago, well, a few years back. But anyway, he's been in there fifty years. He's been trying to get out, uh, but he just got he just he just stuck in his ways. So that's what that's why they're not letting him out um, and that and that type of thing. But back to um, gentlemen getting out of prison. I'm just proud of um, the stories that I'm hearing from you guys that you guys didn't violate and you guys went forward. And that's what we're looking for. So I'm looking to learn from you guys as well. How did you guys stay out in your aspect? Mine, I got out when I was 18. Uh, you know, I became a man, but mine was juvenile. So I know I didn't deal with the same politics that you guys dealt with when you're in there. So I'm willing to build off you guys' strength that would help me um, be able to teach somebody else so they won't have to go through that. And then um, other than that, that's the reason why I'm here, just for um, support my cousin and support this community and support these youth and um, trying to get them going. Teach man how to be man. Thank you, brother. Oh, let me say something, Kurt. Oh, Kurt. Um, What's up? I just want to say thank you for your support of your words. Sometimes words mean everything. You know what I'm saying? And your support, when I was talking about my mom, I appreciate uh, it. Oh, no, that was from the heart, though. That's why I clicked on the you in your face. So, yeah, that was from the heart. So, that was true. I'm just getting ready for my stuff, so that's why I'll be all yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Let us see where all that fire coming from, man. You know, they don't know who that where that fire coming from. <laughs> but okay, so thank you everyone. I know we have um <clears throat> I just opened it up real real briefly, right quick. So uh do anybody have something to say? Anything to share with the group, anything uh pressing on your heart before I go into something? I do. I do. So listen, I'm a person of authenticness now, and I just got to be transparent and I got to be open. I hear that a lot of individuals saying that, you know, you can't, you can't get everything done overnight or whatever or something like that. I just, my question is, well, it's not even a question. My mentor told me what to be expected before I got out. But he also told me, he also gave me some tools, some tools, right, to utilize out here, right? Um, so for me, I hit the ground running. The first 
The second day I was out, I hit the ground running. Right? I didn't make no excuses. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be easy some days. But I was receptive to the fact that I knew I needed to make living amends. So everything I do is for a living amends point. It's really not even, you know, for like all that. It's just for the living amends and the other things just come with it. So my question is, oh. where do we start? Where that? do you start? Because listen, I, I, I hear a lot of this. I'm going into a lot of proximities and I have returning citizens and they, they speak in these same languages and, and, and I ain't got time for it. I'm just being transparent. I've got people lives I'm responsible for. Right. So I have no time to be hearing the same sob story or not sob story. I just need to hear the progress. I need progress. And if you don't know how to get progress, tap in with somebody so we can teach you how to get progress. That's why I'm at, Ricky. Like, for real, for real, bro. Right? So, you know, that's why I'm at, right? Because it's, it's so much work out here needs to be done, and it can be done. We have to get out here and do the work. You don't need a lot of money to do no work. You see what I'm saying? You don't need, a, you don't need no money to make an impact in somebody's life. You dig what I'm saying? You know, so so... I hear that, you know, this and that, but I'm like, hey, man, I did 23 years. So I, I mean, I don't I don't feel the same thing as other people feel that never been to prison because I was in prison with these guys, you, you know, so they don't get the same thing that they get from the other people out here. Right. Because I went through the same thing. Not only that, I went through more. I went through more. And it prepared me for this. I mean, I went through all the injustices and all that. And if anybody wanted to get out, have some mad, or did, it could have been me. But I didn't. I took that and I said, you know what? I'm going to make sure that they don't do nobody else like this. Yes, sir. So that's what I do. You know, I go inside them judge office. I go to the parole office. I communicate with these people. Communication is key. Like she said, words is life. And the way you deliver them, the way a person receives them. You know, so it's very important that, you know, us individuals return. I'm just speaking from returning citizens. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. I, hey, man, like I say, man, look. This you thing know, right I, here, this... This is the uh this is the ground floor. That's what you call real grassroots type situation. So hold on one second. So so today's topic is about He done made me go get my cord. <laughs> so today's topic Nana brought it up last week and she said you, you know we need to talk about the magazine because like like uh for some of the work that, that some of us doing it's, it's so fortunate, it's so great to be able to do it. But we have some of our people that's so far away, we can't get to them. And they they don't have technology. They can't get, man, I'm talking about the places where I started doing time, like level four, maximum security prison. Um, like I didn't get, I didn't have visits, you know? Um, and luckily that I liked read, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had a lot of books, right? But um, our thing is to create this magazine uh, that's very low, low technology. It can go anywhere. As long as we meet the uh, institutional security uh, 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 standard, and that's tricky, uh -huh. that's tricky, y'all. So that's a whole other thing. But that's something for me to have to navigate. But I'm saying our our like everybody, uh, every member here uh, have a a value to add, and the way that we can do this thing like for a lot of people is 
uh, I think it was Kimani you just said, you went back in there and you told them, hey, this is what you need to be prepared for, right? I think I made a couple of videos uh, about like how people need to prepare their documentation and stuff like that because this is how we get into the real world. Like we free, but it's a lot wow. of people here, they ain't even in the system. <laughs> like they ain't been in the system the whole time I've been in jail. They didn't get back into the system. See, see that's how I live. That's what got me into the jail, living um, below the, uh, the, the radar, so to speak. Like not, not having the proper documentation, that's so important. Like how can you get a job if you don't have an ID, if you don't have a birth certificate? You know, if you don't have a bank account, like like these are just some things. These are these are things that we like. Once we start living this life, we forget how important that stuff is because we have them, right? So, in our magazine, we want to express, you, you know, all of our uh, insight. Uh, a little bit at a time. We can't do it all at once. But it'd be like a quarterly magazine, and uh, this is how the story came about. Like I created a magazine while I was in prison, forgot that I did it. Um, I had an accident in December and I started going through my, my stuff. I was bored at home. I've worked for two months and the magazine fell out. Lo and behold, it's a dang old magazine that I created from prison, y'all. <laughs> we finna make a, we finna make us a magazine. So, uh, um, we can say anything you want, but like, what do y'all think? How can, how can you contribute? So, my idea is that I contribute these these articles. Uh, we we ask other people to write, you know, uh, from your perspective about how do you, how can you help uh, people who are still incarcerated and that's preparing to come home. What kind of information can we give them? And, and then along the way, it's a whole lot of supplemental stuff. But we want to prepare these quarterly magazines. We're very capable for uh, 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 very very capable of doing it. Um, it's, it's been done before, but never been done. Uh, like in this capacity again, like this is us doing this. Like we have publishing our background. I, I, I heard Kimani just say that he do magazines. I didn't even know that, brother. But so this, uh, this is an open thing for anybody to say anything about it. Like uh, and, and Nina brought it up, so I guess I'll throw it to Nina and like ask her like, what is she uh, like? What's on your mind about the magazine and all that? Nina, go ahead, talk to us. Okay, so let me tell you because this got to do with my brother too. He, um, so I was in Santa Rita when he got out. Like, I couldn't believe it. Uh, my, uh, I think I had called my sister and she said, uh, you want to talk to Eric? I'm like, what, you got him on a three-way or something? She was like, no, he right here. I'm like, he's out? I mean, I was thinking this man is never going to come home. I'm sorry, but that's how I was thinking. Mm -hmm. But um, I was so happy and I couldn't wait to get out of Santa Rita. But like Ricky said, you know, as soon as he, he got out and like Kamani said, he hit the ground running. <laughs> you know, he had to do all the things that he had to learn, like learn how to use the cell phone, get his ID, you know, get everything, all the documentation that he needed to get. So... Like Ricky said, that is important. And Eric, I want you to speak on it too. Well, um, it's a couple of things, right? One, one, I wanted to say that um, everybody coming home individually going to face their own individual struggles, challenges, and also going to have their individual triumphs. Um, and I don't think it's a matter of excuse when you face reality. For example, it's a phrase they say, a fool and his money will soon depart. It's also a fool and it's free a fool without knowledge and his freedom will sue the part. And I'm saying that to say this. I've been home 14 years. 
no violations, no police contact. Have a have had a job the whole time I've been home. Now, I also know people who have been home since I've been home that never went to jail and still haven't had a job in this 14 years. My point is this. Society in itself, to be a successful black man in today's society of 2022 requires a lot. Coming from prison, we're already behind, so we're trying to catch up and just living. I'm going to reiterate this. I learned how to survive in life, but didn't learn how to survive living life. It's a big difference on the streets. Meaning, like the brother said, never having a job, right? Never having a job. Um, never having an apartment, you know. And I can identify truthfully a lot of my mistakes. And that's how I've been able to move forward. Uh, uh, relationships, right? I was married, but had never spent the night with my wife on the streets. So I jumped right into the role of a husband, paying a mortgage and doing all the things at 40 that I had never did before in my life. So those were challenges. Those those were not excuses. Those are real life challenges. Mm -hmm. Dealing with family or extended family. And so right. back to going back to the going back to the magazine, we all remember the term parole plans. I think the magazine should focus on preparing people to deal with society. My parole plans was to get out. That's as far as before it was man, I got to get out of these gates. But it was <laughs> right. something after the gate. Right, right, right. You feel right. what I'm saying? Brother, okay, look, come on, Eric. You know hey, hey, brother, I love you, brother. Look, I think this is perfect. This is a perfect man. I'm just gonna pause you for one second. What he just said, what he just said, you know how they say, what she just said, what he just said, what he just said. But this is the other part. Because he said he planned to get out. See, this is the difference. This is why we're doing this, y'all. Because it ain't just right, one person. Right. It ain't just my opinion. It ain't just what my plans were. Right. We the beauty right, of right. His plans, Kimani's plans, Nina's plans, Dre's plans, and put all this stuff together. So right. I didn't just plan to get out. It wasn't just to get out, because I knew I could get out. I knew I, I I believe in a guy that can make anything happen. But my plan right. was to stay out. Literally to stay Absolutely. out. And that means that means everything changes. That means I literally means everything changes. And that means that, you know, man, the brother just says so much stuff, but he says you really have to have a plan, but the plan can't stop. Like, um, just think about this goal, create the goal, meet uh, uh, uh reach the goal, create a new goal, right? So yeah, go ahead, brother. I just want to I just want to stop there because see, sometimes we need to hear that because that's what we think. Sometimes we think, okay, just getting off parole or just getting out the gate and just getting out of this. We never pay attention to right. that stuff that's going to come after. And that's the stuff that gets us in trouble. Most right. things I see is men and relationships. This would bring people back to prison. All kind of different issues. Absolutely. It ain't so much about the woman, but he will give you all, I will get, make all these different excuses why this happened. What happened was, had she picked up the phone, right. 
turned that corner and the police wouldn't have got <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, right. But see, but, but see, that's, that's the thing about the room. That's about the thing about the one room at a time, right? It's not yeah. making excuses. Like brother say, he hit the ground running, right? I'm hitting the ground running, but I can't get overwhelmed. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because of what I'm yes. saying, if I, if I focus on on what somebody else is doing, how far ahead they are in front of me, then I'm go, I'm 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 subject to being human and being flesh to go do something to, to, to make myself to catch up with them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We so that's what that I mean yeah. when I say I, one room I, at a time, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't focus on the guys that, that that's never been to prison, that's never had, you know what I'm saying? That's, and they're successful in doing things because if I start thinking like that, like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to pull this lick right quick. Yeah. yeah. You know but, what I'm saying? I'm going to pull this lick right quick and, and, and catch up. But that's not that's not my focus. It's not about licks. It's about my room, my house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm cleaning up. You know what I'm saying? And it's one room at a time because you know what I'm saying? I can't I can't keep up with the I can't keep up with the horses. I'm just a pony. Absolutely. And let me share this with the group. Uh something that I learned a couple of years ago that's very powerful in my opinion. And it came from a brother from Oakland. His name is DB Bedford. He has a, a a course now. He also went through the same journey that we went through. But he has a course uh, curriculum that he teaches in corporate America called emotional intelligence. And it's based on this concept. When emotions are high, logic is low. Mm. 90% of our crimes are committed when we emotionally charged. He disrespected right. me. She disrespected me. He cheated on me, whatever. Emotions is envy, jealousy, greed, right? All of those are emotions that if we don't keep our emotions in check, we can't think. And I say we can't think because all of my problems came when I wasn't thinking clearly. And then all of my solutions have came when I was thinking clearly because I thought my way up out of prison. I knew I had to stop hanging out on the yard. I had to stop lifting weights and walking the track. I had to go to college. I had to go to self-help. I had to go to trades and I had to do all of this for the board of prison terms. My point, again, I'm making to the brothers that's in there. What I should have did was I should have prepared to get out and then I should have prepared for what I'm going to do once I got out. Because mm -hmm. it's not over when you get out. You just start. Right. When you're in prison, you ain't just even at the starting line. You're not, you're not even on the track. You haven't even made the team. It's like trying out for the Warriors. You ain't made it yet. You will walk on when you're in jail. You know what I'm saying? You don't make the team until you come home, until you suit up. And like the brother said, uh, hitting the ground ready. I hit the ground ready. I did. I hit the ground ready. I, I, I've lived. I lived more since I've been home in 14 years than I did before I went in to show you how much I've lived. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel like this. I was one of the first lifers to come home. I did it first, and I think I did it worse because the lifers is coming home now. They can learn from my mistakes and all the other mistakes that was made along those ways when they were still in there. Like, life is just really doing good. Everybody I know doing good had a life sentence or did what I call long-term long uh, incarceration. You know what I'm saying? Meaning good jobs, homeowners, families, husbands, um, in, the, in their children's lives, in their grandchildren's lives. Because... We was removed from society for a, a period of time, and we had we had to um, renovate 
or our own lives. As the brother said, I like what he said, one room at a time. You know, because all of us is in junk row houses right now, coming from prison. We all junk row houses. And so you got to renovate your house. And you can do it one one room at a time. Start off the porch, front yard, backyard, right. whatever. Right. Whatever room you got to deal with. Because I'm, I'm, I, I didn't have to deal with, like, for example, I don't have a drug habit. So I don't have to deal with that. Somebody that do have one may have to deal with that. I don't have an anger problem. I don't have. You know what I'm saying? But somebody else may. So I can't just say, oh, focus on getting your money. You know what I'm saying? Or focus on this and that. You know, I never had a problem with parole because I was never one of those dudes that like just threw rocks at the police. You know what I'm saying? I've never been to jail before and I've never been to jail after. So what I'm saying is what I, what I want us to focus on when we're dealing with other people is you have to, how can I say that? You have to tailor, it's like a suit. You have to, your parole plans for them have to be tailor-made for them. Like the brother said, get to know them, support them from start to finish. But when you're giving advice, make sure it's tailor-made for them. Right. That's, that's all I, you know, can contribute at this point. But I, I support you brothers 100% and I'll be here. Thank you, bro. Um, I know Kimani. Um, I didn't. Um, I didn't respond to uh, some. You said that. Um, I totally get what you're saying, bro. Um, about like, like. Then I get what Eric's saying. And I get what, what uh, 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 Big Rob is saying. Because I feel like that we all have different pace. You know, like, like there's no one size fit all for like. I, I don't operate like that. But what they doing over there, I don't care what they doing. Mm -hmm. Like, like I'm right. doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, but. And it's different uh, style of pace. I think it goes back to who we were, too, though, you know, because I've always been a hustler. I've always been a go-getter. Mm -hmm. I just use um, I just use my stuff in the wrong way. And what I right. talk about now is trying to help our young people and our old people, like, line up their their assets. They got We got assets, man. But we use our assets, and it turns into liabilities, right? Like, my go-getterness, if I'm trying to sell drugs just that one time i get hit upside the head it's over so so like all like all this go get it in this channel in the right direction akimani like you know that energy that he had when we called him and he was going to do that good work that's what i'm talking about like that's how right. my wife had to tell me hey man hey are you are you are you all bouncy and stuff what's up going on i got a good idea i'm like oh yeah let's go <laughs> See, like, man, you go eat and sit down <laughs> Right, <laughs> but the point of the matter is that we have different pace. I'll, I'll say this for, huh, bro? Oh no, I was going to finish, finish your thought. What finish you your thought. I was going to um, speak on Kamani. I just want to know about his resources that he has that he's helping people with. I'm curious on those. But go ahead and finish your thought. I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean, I mean this is everybody. So go ahead. Oh no, so that, my question was to Kamani. I was asking him what he was saying that he had resources. Um, to help these people that's getting out, what resources do you have, and what, how can we tap in on those, and if it's something that we can build as well? So and then, first um, off, yeah, go ahead, bro. So first off, I am the resources. That's I it. I to start a form of incarcerated women. Right, I buy land and I build houses. I'm currently building on five acres in Apple Valley. I just bought ten acres in Calaveras, and like I said, I'm trying to do something out here in Alameda County. Um. So I am the resources. Now, my networking come from the government, right? It come from the same people that convicted me, right? 
It comes. That's where the money at. The money is in the government. The contracts. Right. I mean, there's money is into that right now. Um, they will give you money to house people for homeless people. They will give you money to create businesses to hire people. I, I mean, there's is that, so. That something, is that something that you outreaching to teach? For you know, because I'm willing well, to learn. At, the, at this moment, at this moment, I'm, I'm, I'm at this moment. I don't have no time to do the teaching. Um, yeah. At this moment, I'm trying to create a team. I'm trying to get a team together and teach people as we create the pro progress. You, and not just be doing the movement because a lot of people just doing movement out here and they not making progress, but I am the resource and there's a lot. Yeah, I, I can teach you, but I'm, I got it's hands on. Right. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So I'm studying everything from IRS laws, depreciation of amortization, you know, <laughs> appreciation, all these things I'm studying, but I started doing that while I was in prison. Yeah. See, I knew what I was going to do when I got out because I knew God was going to let me out, but I needed to clean myself. See, I worship a clean God. He can't he can't do nothing with you when you filthy. Right. Yeah. Right. So I had to cleanse my, my heart. Okay. And once I cleanse my heart, I cleanse my hand and I start doing things in prison that. I wouldn't ordinarily do. I stopped selling the dopes. I didn't want to use the cell phones. I didn't want to smoke the weed. I didn't want to mess with the tobacco. Then I started fighting with trying to get off the tobacco. So it was things, it was the process was already in motion before I got out. Oh, yeah. And if you're not receptive to that process in there, and you more receptive to the to the monkey bars all right, day in right, right. the football games, this is what you're gonna get when you get out. But it was people like, oh, so Rick, you was the one inspired me to do the magazine, my brother. So awesome. I have my own magazine company. I, I thought I, I, I sent, I thought I sent people whatever, but I, what I do, I'm going to start sending the magazine because I can directly send it from my company to prison. So that's how I'm going to start getting, you know, stuff out there to the dudes. But I just wanted to say that because progress is so important, y'all, and we ain't got a lot of time. You're right. I just want to just throw right. that out there. We ain't got a lot of time to do this thing. We only get one chance at this. And we lost a lot of years. I know for me, I lost 23 years, but 74 74% of my life has been institutionalized. If anybody know me, you know my story. Right. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. You talking about a kid that grew up in a closet that was fed like an animal. Right. Who mama fed him like an animal. So listen, and then I get out and I want to help women. I didn't want to help men. I knew I needed right. to clean my right. hand. I needed to help women. Right. Because I had right. this thing against women. So I needed to change. This is what change looked like going against the uncomfortability to come out the fire cleanse. You know, okay. yeah. so, uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back because you said something. Let's, let's, uh, so you said something and I asked a question. So let's get this back. Get this back going because this is what we're talking about, this magazine. So how did I inspire you to create a magazine? Tell me that. So, so you inspired me when we were sitting in Mr. Boardman class and you was telling me when you was first putting your first book together. I saw the whole PDF thing. You was telling me the whole thing. I'm looking at you. I'm talking about you because I'm a business person. So I'm talking with you. You feel me? I'm like, okay, well, when we were talking about doing something, I said, well, you know, I got plays and I got screenplays and you think we can do something with that and this and that. Well, I got my own television company now. A small city TV, go smallcity.tv. It's going to be on all the smart channels, smart television platforms, right? So it's, listen, 
So you inspired hey, me. Okay, to okay. That. You inspired me to do that. When I saw you putting that shit together and putting it to down in prison, you was in prison, bro, with a life sentence, bro, with me, right next to me, putting that shit together. Didn't care what nobody said. You didn't care about what the board was saying, what Norms was saying. You had a vision. You stuck to it, and it was like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm here, right? And I was there, too, because okay. I was doing my shit, so it was just more even a, a blessing to meet a person like you that was on my page in prison because other people didn't understand me. I felt like an outsider. You feel me? But now look Man. at me. Now look at us, right? When people were saying how them squares yeah, is this, yeah. and it, look at this now. You, so right, this is what I'm right. saying. You inspired me, bro. You you was putting that thing together, and then you showed me the end results. You weren't talking about it. You weren't talking about it. You came and right. said, hey, I'm in prison, and look what I did. I had to follow suit. Hey, okay. Okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. So look. Because look, bro, because look, now, now, uh, one quick thing about that, you, you, you the one that want me to, like, we haven't done it yet. Um, our company haven't done it yet. We haven't published a play, uh, 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 a playwright, like a, a literally play. Like, this guy is a playwright, y'all. I don't this need to know. He does all kind of different. Hold on, hold on, brother. Hold on. Hold on, brother. Hold on. I got to I gotta do this right. I got to do this right. Yeah, let me do this right. Okay, do it oh, right, big bro. So look, so the whole goal of I told someone from the beginning of that first book, I say, this book I just made, we think it's something because we in prison, we in a we in a dungeon. We think this something, but I say, look, this thing is gonna inspire somebody to do way ten times better than this. I met so many writers through that one book, and I met so many creative people through that one thing that I knew that. Men sharpen men, just like iron sharpen iron. So this is a good example of this right here, right? Returning to this association is a perfect example. We just regular people, but this is what we're doing. We're not saying this is what we're gonna right, do. This is, what we're, this is what we're freaking right. doing every single week. And when the pandemic is over, we back in our public events. We back trying to inspire people like Kimani and Robert and Kurt and Eric to do better. Then what, like, right. blow us out the water, man. Let us come work for you. You know what I'm right. saying? So, but this life is hard, man. This, uh, 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 coming back from that institutionalization type thing and, like, having a having a family. Like, I wonder what my wife had to say about what Eric and Kimani and, and Kurt was saying, like, about, because I'm in a situation, like, I'm, I'm going up, going on four years. Years about to be home in four years. I can imagine me being home 14 years, uh, uh, Eric. Brother, I got wow. so many plans. Right. This is just my five-year plan right here. This is only my five-year plan. And it's going right. swell. I don't care what nobody say. It's going freaking swell. I got out of prison. Right. Right. I never worked in my life. Can I give you some advice? Can I give you some advice? Is, uh, just yes, take sir. every day. Live every day and every year. Like the brother said, with a purpose and focus. Um, the 14 years, again, I'm, I'm almost approaching out as long as I was in, because I was in for 20. So I've been home 14 years. And I've had several jobs, like, like the brother said, even, you know, going and, and I appreciate what you brothers is doing. And Nina can attest to this. I started a nonprofit organization. Um, I used to speak at the PAC meetings. Like when I first came home, again, I was one of the first lifers. 
So I started an organization called Project Peace, you know, and, and I established a, a curriculum, crime and delinquency, just like you, to to reach the brothers um, that was still in. Mm -hmm. But again, where I messed up is even when I was giving back, because I did give back. Many people know me and my organization, but I focused on getting out because I had never seen a life or get out. So my main focus was this is what you got to do. Like the brother said, accountability. Going to the board of prison terms, if you're not going to talk about your case, you're not going to get out. First step. So you got to accept responsibility. But my focus was more so on getting out because I had never been out as an adult. Remember, I went in at 17. So I never was an adult on the street. So I couldn't tell people or even tell myself how to get an apartment, how to get a job. You know what I mean? Think about this. Some people went in when you literally filled out a resume and uh, application. Now you submit that. My last job, I never even filled out an application. I did everything online. Interviewed with uh, 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 group panels. Like everything is different. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is the people that have been in, we, and we talking about people that have been gone for 20 years. Again, if they haven't been using the phone while they're in there, then that right. means they don't know how to use the phone at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most phones, if you can't use a phone, you can't even clock into my job. You punch <laughs> in through your phone, right? right? You request your off days on your phone. You know what I'm saying? You got to set up your email and do all of this. So again, I'm, I'm with the brothers in agreement, especially that energy. The brother that said, man, it ain't no excuses. I love that energy. Right, because it ain't no right. excuses. Well, we at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? We playing catch up. Right, Not right. that we trying to catch somebody, but we merging it. Like when you jump on the freeway, you hit the gas, don't you? To speed up, <laughs> right? But then once you get on the freeway, you come off the gas and you merge into traffic, and then you might even set cruise control to get to your destination. But first, you got to merge into the traffic, and then you got to know where you're going. Do you know where you're going, or you just driving around? You know what I'm saying? Which a lot, I, a lot of times I did that when I was younger. My circumference was my neighborhood and my city. Elevation, you know what I'm saying? And so, again, I think that is perfect. The, 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 all the platforms. Again, I'm starting a podcast. Like now they have podcasts. You have YouTube. You have all these different platforms that we can get the message out. We really can. And we can be examples because... I can guarantee you, if you go to prison and you speak to an audience, it's going to be somebody that can identify to me and everybody else on this Zoom call individually. So you can't just focus on me. I'm a longtime gang member or dope dealer, so I just want to tell them to stop gangbanging and stop selling drugs. No, you can't. You, you got to deal with other things. You know what I'm saying? Then once we're home, what do you do? Like, my question is this. This is what I challenge this group to say to, to, to the people in prison. After you get out of prison, then what? That's the question that need to be asked. So you already touched after you get out of prison, right? Huh? So you touched on that, and then Kimani raised his hand. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna go to him. But you touched on that a little bit. We talked about like the parole plans and the relapse prevention plan. But look, I mean, no, no, just stay on that. What you say? You say after you get after you get out of prison, after you get out of prison, then what? And like. Then what? Somebody mentioned about parole plans, but they didn't mention this other thing that we doing. Like this is part of my relapse prevention plan. It's called relapse prevention. This is what I mean. 
for all you addicts who understand what I'm talking about, well, some of us are addicted to the lifestyle. So what happens is we need to do things and put things in place. Like I was talking to a brother earlier today about, he said, we need to put memories on ourselves. He, he said he wore four crosses to, to symbolize his 40 years in prison. <laughs> I say, what? But I mean, whatever works for us. But for me, like I need to be doing something that's constructive, that's productive, and like that helps me. And the other thing, that, uh, before Kimani go, let me say this. So this pace thing, like I may be, people may see me on the bottom because I've been in prison, but I'm not on the bottom. I am not on the bottom. Like I'm on, like, don't get me started though, right? I'm very, I'm very, I'm very freaking confident. You know, I'm very confident about my ability and very confident about what I can do. So um, there's, there's challenges, don't get me wrong, but um, you, you know, I think a lot of them challenges was conquered before I came home, right? Like, like I done one thing. I don't, I don't know any life I've ever done. Like, I came out of prison and I got the keys to my own place, my own studio apartment, day one. I, lifers can't do that, right? The system ain't set up for us to do right. that. Like, we have to go to some transitional house and do all that. But I'm just saying about the mindset to be able to go out here in, in, in this right. world, in this diverse world where we went away as kids, came back as men, and found a way. Like, like, last point before Kimani go. Like, I'm saying, I'm not that person. Like, we're not. Like, it, there, there's some people there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, prison and all that stuff. It really, really limited us and our conditions and stuff. But it depends on. Uh, our last meeting was talking about people's mindset. People's mindset. Now, I'm not as successful as I want to be, but um, I don't have to have side business like this. I don't have to do return to citizen association business. I don't have to do my my publishing business. I don't have to do that stuff because I have a job. Like, like I got a job, and that's what people do in America. They they go to work, right? And I make good money, and like that. That's that's success to me. You know, for, uh, uh, coming from a place where I was running from the police and shooting at people and getting shot at, man, look, success right, is just right, having right. a job. You know, be peaceful, brother. Yeah. Help somebody. Somebody just asked me for ten dollars. I gave it to him. Here, man. He's a brother that he come. He was one of us. A youngster though. You can right. tell he on drugs, bro. Right. You know. So, so I'm gonna say, I'm saying like everybody's different places. Like we're not all. Everybody not all good. I mean, it's, it's some people that's doing thousand percent better than me, right? I know them. They own like crazy, but then it's some that right. like need some help. You know, I'm I need some help. So this thing is like it's different levels and it's different paces, and that's the whole purpose about what we're trying to do is to help people to enhance their lives in a way that they want to be enhanced. To enhance, I mean, to to improve the conditions in the community the way that it needs to be done, not the way I say it. Not, 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 not my way. And then uh, to show to ourselves that we can do this thing without selling dough, robbing people, right. committing crimes. Right. The same, the same people that, you know, Nina say, "Well, he home? I, I didn't know he was home. I, I thought he was never coming home." A thousand people think that about us. And and right. then we had this other thing that people been here, and now they look at us like, um, it's a caste system. It's almost a caste system because we've been incarcerated. We different. We different than the worst of the people. We lower than them, right? Oh, because he's been in prison. He got all this, like, uh, 
People try to treat us like aliens, like we don't know anything. Like you said about the phones. Well, what about if I do? What if I had a cell phone when I was in prison, right? What if I know all the functions of a freaking cell phone, right? Don't treat me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't treat me like I don't know anything right. because this, right? Just treat right. me as you want to be treated. Can I get two questions to go in there before Keanu go? Because I, I want him to answer well, the question also. Well, look, he have his... He have his hand okay, raised. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I want him to answer a question also. So, but go ahead. I was just saying if he can incorporate in his thing. But go ahead. Let go ahead. Answer. answer the question. Let me incorporate it. I got, I got two things. Um, everybody, the other brother Eric was talking about. It has to go to individual people. Um, how we help them. And so, everybody on the panel, I want to know what is your motivation that kept you out? Like even for you, bro, because I see your energy is high. So, what is your motivation? And then the other brother was talking about with the board questions. Um. With the board questions, you know, Ricky got a different motivation than you to stay out. You got a different motivation. I had a different motivation. So we know people's motivation. I think that it kind of help us be able to help other people. And the other thing I had about the board thing, something for the um, something for the um, the, um for the um, paper that we put in there, we need to tell people how to do board because a lot of people don't even know that question when he was talking about if you don't admit to your committing offense and you're a lifer or whatever time you got, you're not getting out. And a lot of people don't know that. You know, a lot of people are stuck in their ways and they think that they can just go in there and try to argue their case again. Your day in court is over. You're sitting in front of the board now. They want to make, they got one, they got probably like two jobs. They want to make sure that you're ready to get back put into society, not to go over your case again, per se. Not to try it again. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they want to hear your reflections and your remorse and different stuff like that. But that's not the place to try your case again. A lot of brothers think they can go back and board and try to retry their case, especially if they believe they're innocent and that type of thing. Accept responsibility of your uh, of your uh, of your committing offense and move on with your life. That's how I feel. Man, man, y'all dropping so many jewels. I swear, I wish my nephew he's doing twenty five with an L right now. I wish he could hear everything y'all saying. I swear, I'm going to build a podcast. Man, in his hand and he can know what we're talking about. But definitely, I want to hear everybody's motivation why they stayed out. If, if, if people don't mind sharing that. Because that helped me with what I'm doing, too. Just to hear your motivation. What keeps you out? Is it family? Is it this? Is it that? I don't want to put stuff, you know, leading questions. But just tell me what's your motivation. I don't have motivation. I have discipline. Okay. I'm disciplined. Right? When I was in prison, before I got out of jail, before I got out of jail, right, I I, I told myself, and I I like to speak from eye content. I don't, you know, before I got out of jail, I told myself that, but this one, I came receptive to my change. I told myself that when I get out of prison, I'm going to have a little bit of glow, a little bit of glow. And it's on me to turn that into shine. Yeah. It's on me. Right. So everything that I do, everything that I think, every food that I eat, every person I associate with goes into that. So I'm disciplined to stay out. So I don't put myself in positions where I can't go back. And not only that, it's just certain things I just can't do. That's a sheriff department. (laughs) You know, so it's just certain things I can't do. So I'm disciplined to stay out. Right now. Listen, don't get it twisted. I don't feel so just give you an example. Quick, quick story. So. I had an opportunity. I brought my daughters and grandkids and they boyfriends and they girlfriends and everybody, right? Had them in my house, right? Now, 
I, I, I thought I was ready. I, I mean, everybody know that was my motivation of getting out of prison. Remember, yeah. everybody will tell you who was in prison with me. His daughters is everything. He's got to get out. Everybody will tell you that. Even the judges in the United States Supreme Court, they'll tell you. He got to get out to his kids. I get out to my kids. Guess what? My kids almost caused me to go back to jail. Hmm. The very thing that I was motivated to get home to was the very thing that caused me to feel as if I could have committed another crime. I felt yeah. all emotions. I even yeah. got physical. It got yes. physical. Right? In yes. spite of everything that I got going on. To come on to was the very thing that almost caused me to go back to jail, literally. Mm. But I did $102,000 from me, all type of stuff. You y'all don't even know, but listen, I felt everything, right? I felt that I could have filed for bankruptcy. I didn't, right? I stood in there. I went through the fire like we learned in, in there. When you've been held accountable for some bull crap you bring in a circle, I felt that. I went through that. I held on to that. And then I went to my next thing in my relapse prevention plan. Ask for help. <laughs> And then I know you talk. I, I know. I know you talk. I know you talked about God. What God do you serve? If you don't mind, serve Yahweh. It's only one Yahweh, and go. I rely on go. the blood of Jesus Christ. That's on, that's it. But what I was Yahweh, saying is that sure. I'm not. I don't have motivation. I have discipline. Right. Okay. A lot of people go through our life with motivated to do a whole lot of stuff, but it takes discipline to make you do it and stay in there. That same discipline that caused us to get up and go to child when we didn't want to get up, right? Right. That's that same energy out here. That same part of the, the amygdala. The amygdala is the same part of the brain. You use it. Can't even hit us with the physics. Come on, bro. I love it. Hey, man, look. I love but that's what I have, bro. And, and like I said, I'm open to helping people start businesses, leverage the business, whatever you, you know. But you know, got to go all in. At some point in time, I had to go all in. So when I go to LA now, I go I go to LA as a police, not a crip. And you know what? My homeboys is so proud of me. Right. They proud of me. Hey, yeah, so, yeah, so where, where you from? Where you grew up at? I grew so up in South LA. Central LA. I used to be from Hoover, right? I was a Hoover boy, a fig boy, a real fig boy yeah. from the 50s. TV so wait, long wait. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. You know, I just want our right, audience to know. I want our audience to know. Listen, listen, listen. I just want our audience to understand this. Like, like for me, like... I know people believe that like I'm like we are connect returning citizen association we are connected just because he started off saying that about the sheriff like I made a I want to retouch on that because I want I want y'all to understand that this is not a sheriff kind of person like they didn't come from the sheriffs right. you know what I'm saying like so so to hear him lead off and say oh yeah I'm a sheriff you're like what the what's going on right so I just want to let our audience know like you know man and this ain't yeah. this ain't just your squares want to be square these people who right. have been active man who've been like what we call no, it, like, active. Say, say that 
And we created all of these landmines, like 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 we left a lot of landmines out here in the community. And right, right. who better to be able to remove the landmines than the people who were responsible for like creating them? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But it's different. You can't just you can't just go tell people what to do. Like, like you have to do the work first. And people understand you about the work, and now they maybe want to listen to what you got to say. Right. Okay, money man, I really, really, really appreciate you coming by, man. And, and, and go ahead. You can say that you um you have something to say? Come on, brother. No, I was just hey, gonna me? say listen. I was just gonna say, listen, man. Um we ain't got a lot uh, of time. We ain't got a lot of time. Uh, keep money. What? Talk to me. I don't mean to interrupt you. I, my, I think my thing dropped, but I want to uh, compliment on that on that on that uh, statement that you made, man. That was profound. Not not being motivated, but having discipline. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I, and I think, I, I, and I think, uh, I think that's a good starting point. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's why I wanted to hear everybody's what their their reason for staying out was. I guess that's the better way to ask the question. What's your reason for staying out? But yeah, I love that. Right there. That's, that's tight. So it's going to Eric. Eric, Eric. Eric. That's because that's good. So Eric, go ahead. Eric, uh, Curtis is asking. He asking all of us. Like, and um, Kimani answered. That's a great answer, Kimani. Um, so yeah, so it's on you. What is your motivation, or what was your motivation? What is keeping you? What kept you out, and what is keeping you out today? Well, I, I think I think uh, what Kimani said uh, hit what has kept me out for fourteen years on the head. Is my discipline. Remember the st statement, and this was asked by uh, uh, I call her mama. She was my mom in law. This is Nina's mama. She uh, asked me this question two days after I came home. She said, "Baby, no." She said, "Son," because that's what she called me. She said, "Son, what you gonna do now that you home?" Remember, and let me go back and say this. Not only did Nina never believe I was gonna never come home, I never believed I was gonna come home. Mm. I've, had, I've had my uh, my daughter tell me. I used to tell her when she was little, your daddy ain't never coming home. So that was the basis of my existence right there. I didn't believe I was coming home, right? So now back to the question. My mama asked me, she said, baby, what you going to do uh, now that you're home and you've been gone for so long? I said, mama, these exact words. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I don't know what opportunity is going to come my way. But what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to sell no dope. And I'm not going to run the street. And that meant everything the streets of hell. Chasing women, chasing money, chasing drugs. You know, that was my motivation. And then my discipline from that day on is what has kept me out. Now, I've had a lot of bumps. Made a lot of mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because I went in at 18 and I came home at 40. I've made a lot of mistakes. You know, that, that I wish I could take back, but they also taught me who I am today because now I'm a fully grown 50 plus year old man. You know what I'm saying? That that takes care of himself, pays his own bill, drives his own car, don't depend on nobody for nothing. And I'm not doing that with a celly or cellmate type of mentality because it's easy to, you know, get your own cell, have your own TV and all that. Right. I had to think beyond that. Which is what we're doing now. Even like some of you brothers, I want to get y'all information because you have to surround yourself around thinkers. 
going back to the brother with the magazine, I had a I had a similar friend who I was in prison with, who changed my life the same way he motivated you by his uh, magazine. And you was like, man, this dude got a life sentence and he doing this and he ain't going to the yard and he ain't tripping off a visit or he ain't got no football pool and he ain't worrying about football season. He 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 he, he a businessman uh-huh. in jail. I had somebody like that who we used to meet at the day room table where they was over there watching the football game. We'd be at the day room table writing stuff down. Oh, I want to start this business. I want to start this business or I want to do this. Not even knowing how to do it, but we learned how to do it. Goes back to com- Confined. I believe you. I apologize for mispronouncing your name, but you came home and hit the ground ready because you got ready when you was in there. You didn't have to get when you came home. You was already ready. You know what I'm saying? You left. You left everything in jail. In jail. Only thing you You know what I'm saying? Only thing you parole with was you and your mind and your future, and that's a beautiful thing. And that's what I want to help other people do. Again, going back to 90. Um, we got a nephew in there oh, doing 25 to life. Who have to who, who gonna have to go through what we gonna go through if he wants to? If he chooses to, got five children out here. You know what I'm saying? So it's what we're doing is very, very important. I want to tell brothers that too, though. And don't underestimate your example. All you brothers on this Zoom call, y'all examples to me. You know what I'm saying? I might be an example to y'all. Look, I've been home 14 years. I ain't even been in the back of the police car. I don't even think I got a ticket. Because my <laughs> mindset, like oh. the brother said, was my discipline. I also don't hang out on the corner. I don't hang out with those friends. I don't do certain things. So with that being said, uh, yeah, discipline. I thank the brother for that because I, I'm gonna start to reflect that even more. You know yep. what I'm saying? That's the everything. So, all right, so, so y'all, before the time is up, um, I know we went past an hour. Um, I mean, it's just so natural that this happens, right? That's about this conversation. I want us to have this conversation. Uh, that's why we pay for the Zoom thing, so we won't be getting cut off and all that kind of stuff. Um, before we close, let me just say. Um, Recap. Let's do a recap. Yeah. Huh? This is a lot. This is good, man. And yeah, it's like, I was this thing is definitely taking notes. We're not like, 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 like we're not planned out. Nothing. Only thing we plan out is to have a meeting. It may be about the topic, and then we let this thing flow. It's very organic. It's very like it's very natural. I love it, man. Because I know you brothers, and I see you brothers, man, going, going, going for it. Now, now, Eric. Eric is the only one here that been out like from a life sentence more time than I can uh, like remember, like some of the uh, old lifers too, right? And uh, <coughs> wait, excuse me. Before I mention that, shout out to the OGs. Hold on. Last week, it, it, it kind of sounded like we was hard on the OGs, but we know every brother here on this uh, call know that to the real OGs, the real OGs, not the ones that's trying to see. People back in prison with them, not them. Right, right. The real OG that's sitting there, brother. That's that's general it's telling you, look, man, don't get connected to this, man. You don't want no parts of this. Go ahead, do this, man. You know, you are right. You don't need, you know, the ones that's telling you, man, the ones just like what we saying right now. So, so I just want the world to know, the audience to know, like all the OGs in prison wasn't trying to tell people to do wrong. 
Not 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 the OGs that I knew, because that's that's who steered me. That's who gave me the game. Say, hey man, don't join that game. Man, don't be doing that over there. Man, what you, what you doing hanging with them over there for? Look at them. <laughs> and then open your eyes to let you be able to see, wait a minute. Oh, damn, it right. is, it is true. <laughs> you know, they've been here 20, 30 years already. You're just gonna be like them? You don't even hear 10 years. What you want to do with yourself? You know? So shout out to the real OGs, man, who like give right. us the game and like ain't trying to steer us all wrong, who wanna be out just like us. Wanna, you know, wanna do the uh positive stuff too. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, always negativity too, but you know, like everybody's not like that. So I just want to say that. And then what I just said before I said that, I was saying about uh Eric. Oh, Eric, I'm curious, brother, because you've been home and I know it's ups and downs. And I'm telling you all, um, my normal thing that I hear men's challenges is this these these, these things that's very familiar. So I'm curious, I'd like to do an interview with you and like or like absolutely. That's like well, let me say conversation and, and like trying to find out. Wait, 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 hold on, brother, hold on, brother. Let me finish. What I'm saying, like, as we going down the line about your your release and your success and your like your triumphs and your struggles. If it's possible to share that stuff with us, not not in this form, but in another way, then I think that we can benefit from that because I know for a fact that a lot of us make the same mistakes because we don't talk about some stuff, right? Yes, right. And, and I mean, like relationships, like literally relationships. I just seen one of our members, man, almost like get sent back to prison, man, behind yes. like healthy and unhealthy relationships. You know, which one we gonna have, yes. right? Yes. So yes, but I'm gonna ask you that question. Like, right. I'm just throwing that. You can say, "Yeah, you open to it," uh, but it wouldn't be right now. It's time for us to go right now. We're gonna try to close up a little bit. Yes, but go ahead. No, I, I, and I want to. I want to. I want to reiterate. Just say, and I'm definitely open to that. Right? I'm. I'm so open to that that any any we can do exclusive. We can do a podcast. We can film it. We can upload it, and you know all the property of this platform. And I will say. That was my biggest. That was my biggest mistake. My biggest mistake was not uh, not getting arrested. My right biggest here. mistake was not committing another crime. It was my failures in my personal relationship. You know, and so I definitely could speak on that uh, sincerely, wholeheartedly, and from the heart. You know, uh, yeah, that's that's. I mean, it's so huge because you got to realize it. Just take this into consideration. I went from having a celly for 20 years overnight to having a wife. It's a big difference. And not any wife. I'm talking about a good wife. A, a, a productive, loving, supportive, caring wife. You know? And I was ready for that. I wanted that. I, I desired that. I, I, I obtained that. But in my mind and in my heart, I wasn't. Because I wasn't thinking about how to be a better man or a better husband or even a better father or even a better brother when I came home. I was just thinking about coming home, you know, because, again, my mindset, I, first of all, I never seen a life of go home. The board or my counselors never told me that I could go home. And then I knew my family felt like I would never come home. <laughs> but I'm still striving to get there. And that did consume probably. 80% of my energy, which okay. only left me 20% for the streets. But I can't answer those questions, you know? And, I, and again, I hope the brothers don't think that I'm offering excuses because I'm not, because I learned a lot and I believe God prepared me 
you know, for everything I went through and obtained. And I think I can't. We're not judging nobody here, bro. Bro, bro, we ain't judging nobody here. I don't feel judged. Yeah, I don't feel judged. I I don't feel judged, but I also don't want to, you know, put it out there as if, you know, I'm an excuse type of person because I'm like confining. It ain't no excuses. It ain't much time left and it ain't no excuses. You know what I'm saying? You know, but as as family members, we put pressure on y'all. For, we're tugging and pulling at you, and you're trying to get you're trying to align yourself with yourself. But here, you know, Absolutely. me, woman, uh, daughter, uh, mother, my even my mother's pulling on Ricky. Like what? You know what I'm saying? So it's just you know you have to have that self self, and and if you're not prepared for that, you can be pulled in all kinds of directions and lose yourself along the way with trying to find yourself. So I totally get the relationship thing because it's it's. You know, you just have to be mindful of self-care. And a lot of times people aren't. Wait a minute, y'all. This is my wife said it. You got to say this again because I got to make sure I'm hearing this. Because wait a minute. You are it. Oh, you are it. Y'all don't understand. Y'all not understanding this. Wait a minute, Andrea. Get back on this thing. Let me hear what you're saying. What you just say? Because there was some... It sounds like some y'all. Whatever y'all was saying is kind of is kind of. We we like, have an expectation. We we there's an expectation, and it it's it takes up it takes from you, right? So if I'm wanting you to, you know, I like like free like example freedom ministry, right? I've been in this ministry for a very long time. Ricky comes to visit for you know I'm. I'm participating in it. It's a, a whole event for the weekend. I only went one day, you know, and I pulled him. I told him to come. It's just little things. So he came with me because he's my husband and he's going to be supportive. And, and they've been waiting for years. I mean, I've been with him 10 years. So I talk about him all the time. He shows up. Oh, now I know who you are. You know, these are 60, 70 year old people who I've been in a ministry with for a long time. And, and, and everybody's knowing who he is, but he's, you know, kind of thrown into the ring but this is just one example of how you can be tugged but imagine him this is now it took him three years to get there two and a half but imagine had he just come right home and been thrown into everything you know into into my lane and then other family members who expect things from him like your children your own uh, aunt cousin you know even my own mother who's like you know well he doesn't you know like who might want something from him or from you know you uh eric when you're saying that you weren't prepared for what your family wanted from you and you know you can you can i'm just saying self-care you could get lost in other people's expectations of you when they've been like i did 10 years so i could easily be like "Uh uh-uh i did 10 years with you you owe me now you need to do this and you need to do that or whatever you know what i mean how people can be i'm not like that I don't pull that card, but I'm just saying I can only imagine how many people there's a lot of people who family that can do that relationships when you're talking about relationships, um, what that can do to an individual. That was awesome. Right. <laughs> keep on, keep on, brother. I know you guys. But, no, no. But, uh, I was just going to try to close out, y'all. Hey, look, I'm trying to make uh, like y'all last comment. This no, bro, I want you to say something, but I'm saying I want you to, make, right. uh, I want you to try to make your last comment, but but try to do your closing too. Like when you say what you had to say, okay. try to get, get your closing so you can let people know like who you are. Or, or, okay. Thing. So I was just gonna say this. Everything that you said, Miss Gaines, is correct. Um, I I assessed it that before I even got out. 
which is why I told myself, do not parole back to L.A. Give myself a chance first. Right. Um, so when I came up north, I didn't know nobody. Right. I didn't know nobody. I wasn't comfortable. Right. So I knew I had to get it, you know. Um, so for me, you know, that's how I and then relationships, you know, dealing, you know, I, I'll be honest. I tell women, nah, I'm not ready for that. I just did 23 years in prison. I'm not going to even bring you into that. I know I'm not ready. Right. Even though I'm not promiscuous, I don't do nothing. I just I'm just not willing to share myself right now like that. You know, I love this space. So for me, I'm just wrapping it up. I thank you all. Um, my name is Kimani Randall. Um, I shared a little bit about me and so much more. Y'all can learn from, you know, learn about me. And I would love to learn more about y'all. I put my number up in the what you call it. And that's my family number, right? I got five phones. That number I put on here, I look at y'all as my family. So make sure y'all don't get that number to nobody. Tap in when y'all need to, right? So that's the phone with me when I'm throughout the Hopefully throughout the world, I'm finna go to Africa in December, so it's good. <laughs> oh, fam, I'm right behind you. I can't wait to get there. Okay, wait. So look, hold on. I'm writing it down right now, but look, you're gonna get an invite every week. I mean, you're welcome to come. I mean, it's up to you, bro. All right. Thank you. Now, who was that? Next has something to say. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna close first of all and say thank you. Uh, thank you, Nina, for the invite. I appreciate you. Love you as always. You know that. Um, I'm available for that interview, brother. Um, and, you know, again, that's self-reflection for myself. I'm also available to contribute whatever way I can. And I leave my number or nine. I got my number. Tap in. I'm, this is a day where I'm, I'm available. I'm available on Sundays. Um, you know, I might have a stand right, next week. I got time, but, um, yeah, just I'm, I'm available, brothers. And, again, I want to salute you. I want to salute Nina. You know, Nina's a good person. Her heart is pure. You know what I mean? She, You know, when I first came home, you know, uh, she helped me in many, many ways. So I know her heart has always been there. And, um, man, I love you. So salute. Thank I thank you, you for uh, the invitation and for the platform. And I'll see you, brothers, next time. Thank All you, right. Eric. Thanks for coming. You dropped some jewels. Everybody dropped jewels, and I'm so happy. So yeah, happy. Yeah. This was a good group. I forgot to mention this too. Um, I'm in talk. Um, you guys should Google this organization called Time Done. T Time Done. Like um, I've been hearing a lot about them. So I want them to come and talk to us. Are they gonna come and talk to us on the 30th about? Uh, voter uh, information, nonpartisan voter stuff. What happens is I dropped the ball on the voter stuff. Uh, keep on, I dropped the ball. I remember like we was all about uh, like it was some kind of law posted made where could help us be able to vote, right? I freaking dropped the ball, man. You know because I've been focusing on stuff that's 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 like right here and right now. Um, so on the thirtieth, October thirtieth. Just know we're going to have two guests from Time Done. They're going to give us a, a presentation about voter information, how we can, like, do we, can we vote legally? Uh, those who are off, on parole and those who are off parole, you know, and then uh, they're going to also talk to about, us about their organization. Now, their organization, I was going to say this, they got big, big pockets. They got deep pockets. But they stay up in Sacramento doing some kind of uh, rallying. <laughs> they know how to get the money, so we're going to get close to the <laughs> money, y'all. We haven't, we haven't got no money yet. This is straight out of Capital Gains Pocket. Me and my wife pocket. But I tell you what, we know too much to not have resources. Yeah. So y'all gotta understand, it's happening. We just we are doing what Rob said. 
clean up one room at a time. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> clean up one room at a time. Because it's a lot going on. Like it's a lot of stuff going on. Like what my wife did not tell you is that she uh like we live in Texas. I live I mean, I'm in California. We have a house in Texas. So that pressure to come home is every day. It's maybe twenty times a day. And that pressure can be like like it's not right for, for people to be apart, you know? We have to figure out how to make this thing happen. But um, again, like I said, I'm working on my five year plan. So, you know, that's just something that we gonna talk about. Um, but what Eric was saying and that like the relationships and stuff like that, we know like us who are returning citizens, if you talk to anybody who who've been in prison a couple of times, if you listen to them good enough, you'll start to see there's a thing going through there. And and that's why we want to talk about healthy relationships. How, how do we have healthy relationships? I don't know. Uh, we're going to figure it out. But uh, Kurt and Rob and then Dre, you guys got any last last closing mouth? Uh, cl closing remarks? Nina said that this meeting should be more than an hour. Now I'm seeing why she said that. Because we should have been done, y'all, 43 minutes ago. Come on, close us out. Let's go. Man, I'm just, I'm man, I'm, I'm, I'm just soaking it all in. You know what I'm saying? I'm soaking it all in, and, and I, I just, man, I appreciate the form. I appreciate the brothers. You know what I'm saying? And I just appreciate the sisters. I appreciate what's what's all that's going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm just excited about the future of this project. You know, and, and I'm, I'm here. I'm right. I'm in the car. I'm in the car. Definitely, that's how I feel too. I just, um, I'm grateful for you, brothers. I like. You new brothers that got on here, y'all stories, and then some more information I learned about the brothers out there from last week. And then again, I know you were talking about stuff in Sac. You know, on Sunday, I also go to uh, Stefan. His brother got killed by Sacramento police. Uh, right. Stefan Clark. So Devontae is his brother, and he doesn't see us called Stefan on Sunday. He made this uh, he made this building into like what you call Stefan's house. It does like a little memorial for all a lot of people that got killed uh, by police officers. So I go here and do step on Sunday, you know, play ball, step on house. So anytime you can broadcast from there, it's rich. Because I can't make it out to the bay and then still make it back here uh, at 6. I got a kind of obligation with him. So I go here from 6 to 8 on Sunday. But definitely, if you come out this way, you can broadcast. Get a Are you breaking up very bad, bro? Um, Are you breaking up very bad? Can you hear me now? I can hear you a little bit. Just, yeah. Okay. No, I'm driving. That's why. But I was just saying, if you were in Sac, you could always set up there to at Stefan's house and um, do, do the podcast and do the Zoom there as well. But I definitely want to tap well, in with everybody. We're coming up there, yeah. Uh, right yeah. I was trying to find this song. I'm trying to queue up this song for Rob, but I think I waited too late. Because uh, I have... Uh, uh, so we'll have it for next week. Rob, I waited too late to cue the song up, man. We look. We can always have a song. 56 seconds. Yeah. You I mean, know what I'm Huh? No, I'm saying we can do the song whenever, man. What did you say, Rob? What we're doing right now, this dialogue, is vicious. You know what I'm saying? It's vicious. It's what's needed. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you, man. Uh, thank you, brothers. Uh, wait, let me see. Dre, where y'all at? Because it looks dark over there. Are y'all okay over there? Where y'all at? Like We're still driving. We got about hours two hours. What y'all going to do? About two. About two hours, love. Hey, Nina, I'm going to call you in about 10, 15 minutes. This one? 60 left. Yeah.
Hey, brother. Oh, wait, did it hang up? God bless. God bless everybody. Oh, yeah, Thank you. Have a good day, man. Thank you so much. Have a good day. I just want to say I was honored to hear everybody's stories and everybody's input. It was very informative. I took a lot of things away. And um, and I wish all y'all the best thing and hope to see you next week. As you will. Y'all <laughs> drop some jewels, though. Y'all drop hey. some jewels. Man, we're gonna how go back. To... How could I get some returning citizen women to in involve in this meet? I mean, is that possible? Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. We want to hear from them. Okay, come on, well, come on. let me know. Let me know then. I, okay, let me know. Um, I'll see so you. I'll send you the link again next Sunday. So, right. so what, what I'm trying to do is I, um, I'm trying to figure uh, get the thing configured where where you, uh, I can just put the link somewhere and, and like you can just register and you can register okay. whoever whoever you want to register because it's gonna be that type of thing. But we haven't I haven't figured out that, that stuff out yet. Um, 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 this is working, you know, like like, and then uh, word of mouth is the best thing because what happens is. is it, it's almost like people is already vetted. Like you already know who you want to invite, so you already know they fit with this right here. So that's the best thing, like that. Like like Nina just invited Eric. That was perfect. Like 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 he fit perfect for us, you know. Like he done, man, you know. And but get her here, man. And um, another thing is that we're gonna be doing so probably like probably after the after after New Year. Um, I want to get some uh. Survivors of violence here, you know, to come talk to us um, about uh, uh, the the the, the, uh, the the impact of violence, though, so we can understand. Like now, we know, but we want to develop that that information to, to share with our people on the inside, because our people on the inside may don't know uh, the, the way we know. You know, how we can uh, either you can be uh, helpful to somebody's life, or you can be hurt hurtful, right? Man, thank y'all, man. Now I gotta get out of this building. Look, this building for us, man. This building is for us. You hear me? That's why we're gonna sit down and we're gonna do something right here. Thank you, money man. Hey, get with me, bro. All right, brother. All right, get with me, Rob. Yeah, I will, brother. Good to hear from you, bro. Good to hear from you too, big boy. <laughs> get with me. I put my number in there, bro. Get with me, bro. Okay. I told I'm Brother Holloway to do the same thing. You know? Yeah. 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 I can I'm get in with that. the proper people that you probably need to be around, you know, for sure. Exactly. For exactly. sure. Thank you, brother. Thank right, you, bro. 